Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. CareerBuilder is made for people who have that thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job. The skills you bring to work. And CareerBuilder knows those skills make you right for other jobs, too. Higher-paying jobs with benefits. Jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep. Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes, and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Another day in the NFL with another blockbuster trade. Devonta Adams headed to Vegas, reuniting with Derek Carr. There's so much to unpack here on all sides, and we'll do that right here on this show. It's Good Morning Football. He looks pretty good. Looks awesome. Looks pretty good over there. One of the unquestioned best players in our National Football League. Happy Friday, everybody. It's March 18th. My name's Kay Adams, Peter Schrager, Kyle Brandt, Super Bowl champion Sean O'Hara, all here. And it's time for the lead block. Let's get to it. Let's go. Yep, we got to start our show with the knowledge. Setting the table are Tom Pelissero and Ian Rappaport. Massive trade goes down. It happens last night. Devonta Adams heading to the Raiders. Ian, we'll start with you. How did it happen? Well, very quietly, this has been in the works for the last several days, ever since it became clear, Kay, that Devonta Adams was not going to play on the franchise tag for the Green Bay Packers. And not only that, he was not going to play for the Packers. Again, they understood that. Aaron Rodgers, before he signed his contract, understood that. Everyone knew what was happening privately in Green Bay, and they got to work with the Las Vegas Raiders on the only place that Devonte Adams wanted to go. It has been several days in different permutations of this trade, but in the end, this is where it lands. It is Devonte Adams, one of the best receivers in the NFL. He goes to the Las Vegas Raiders in exchange for a first-round pick and a second-round pick this year. Uh, those go to the Packers now. A little more cap space, a little, a little more ammunition to load up their roster. But that is not all, Tom. Devontae Adams gets a five-year, $141.25 million contract, more than $28 million per year, which is a lot. But that is, as his agents told me last night, the Packers offered more. Simply, it was his lifelong dream to play with the Las Vegas Raiders 
and with quarterback Derek Carr. And Ian, on Wednesday, people on both sides told me this trade was dead. It was not going to happen. It was the Raiders who had backed away from the table. They explored other options, then came back on Thursday, upped their offer to Va- for Devontae Adams, and that's when things escalated quickly. As you mentioned, Aaron Rodgers was aware of what was going on. He had met with Coach Matt LaFleur, among others. Now it's a matter of who do the Packers get to replace Devontae Adams. Of course, one of the best receivers in the NFL is irreplaceable, but expect the Packers to be aggressive here, whether it is through trades or free agents, to fill with veteran players as well as potential draft picks to try to make up for what they're losing with one of their best players. Such an important draft for this Packers squad. They have lots of holes to fill. They can do that now without paying Devontae Adams. Adams, appreciate you both. Told you I wasn't going to play on the taggy and not going to play on the tag. I think this goes back to last year with Devontae Adams, and we'll get to his side of this. But, Kyle, when you heard it happened, you were the, one of the many that maintained both of them will be there together. I know. I'm shocked, and it's so cool. And I'm looking at that, and I see swords and guns, and I see silver and black. Uh, the Packers part of this is the soap opera, and we'll talk about it. But the Raiders part is the action film, and I want to talk about that. They're playing in the most talented division we've ever mm-hmm. seen, maybe. And they decided to go out and get the best pass rusher in free agency and the best receiver on the planet. Let's just look at the Raiders of 2022 and their core offense. Guys, this is a nice group. I mean, th- there's some studs there. Hunter Renfro, what he did last year, Devontae, Darren Waller, Jacobs Carr. That's what you're going to battle with against the Chiefs and against the Chargers and against the Broncos. That's what they're doing. And I have to look at Josh McDaniels on this. Josh McDaniels is creating this in his own image, not the Bill Belichick, not the Patriots image. I think it's so incredible that he leaves Bill Belichick after all these years. And the first thing he does is sign Chandler Jones, who Belichick did not want to pay years ago and got rid of. And then the next thing he does is trade everything for a star wide receiver, which Belichick would have never done. There's a full like, I'm moving out of dad's house and screw you, dad. I'm going to live my own <laughs> life. And it's a pretty cool life. And in all the, the reports and everything we were hearing last night, the most intriguing one and the one we're talking about is that not only were the Packers willing to pay the same money as the Raiders, but actually more. Yeah. So why was it so important for Devontae to leave? He wanted he wanted to leave Rodgers. He wanted to leave the Packers. He wanted to leave everything. You have to go back to the origin story. And sometimes we played in college together is cute. Or old friends is cute. And that's great. It's so much bigger than that. And we go back with videotape to Devontae Adams with a lot less hair and a lot less money, courtesy of the, the Fresno Bee. Nice. All the way back to Devontae in college talking about Derek Carr. And this is why he is a Raider today. Before I got here, uh, Coach Dub, uh, which is Keith Williams, he's at, over at Tulane now, he, when he was recruiting me, he told me, you know, we got a Jesus playing quarterback here. And I quote, he said those exact words. So um, I don't want to flatter you back there, Derek, but I knew once he said that, I was like, he'll be there. And obviously uh, to Fresno, and we got going right away. Obviously I redshirted, but we were putting in work off the field, you know, in practice, even though I wasn't playing that year. I was making sure I was getting reps with him and um, feeling the same way. And, and I just knew we had a connection right off right off the bat. And it wasn't only on the field. We actually were good friends off the field as well. And they still are. And now they're teammates on the field. There's the picks. The question is, will there be new trophy picks? Will they be winning the, uh, the AFC West instead of the, the Mountain West? It's a deep, deep, deep connection that is not just, oh, we're friends and we text. He could have stayed in Green Bay. He could have made huge money in Green Bay, and he's gone. And I think the Raiders get all the credit, and I tip my hat to Josh McDaniels because he's building something now. It's awesome. Very exciting. It's nice to see that soundbite, but it's even nicer to see the damage he did on the field. I asked our producers to kind of put up the numbers for how good they were to two years together in college. I know it's college. They, they played in the WAC conference. 
Look at these numbers that Devontae Adams put up with two years. Mm. That, that 2013, he had 24 receiving touchdowns. Mm -hmm. What are we talking about mm -hmm. here? It's two of the greatest college seasons we've ever seen at the receiver position. Blows out everything you could imagine. And there is a familiarity there. And that's all warm and fuzzy. But to me, my reaction was, ooh, things got really ugly with Green Bay here. Okay. Like, things got, because, Yes, and there are agents who will tell you things, and there are teams, and it's like, the Packers offered more money than the Raiders did. When did they offer mm -hmm. real money? At the witching hour after, after two years of trying to do this thing? <laughs> and then I think of Rodgers, like, and Rodgers knew this was going no one has said that Rodgers is cool with this happening. Everyone's like, and Rodgers knows. Like, mm. Rodgers was aware of this. Well, you think Rodgers is happy this morning? So Aaron Rodgers signs this deal, this mega deal, and knew that Devontae Adams wouldn't be his teammate? I don't know. I feel like that's very, very fishy. That would be the word I would say. And he wants to play with his childhood team is always a great thing. He was a free agent four years ago and signed with the Packers. So, like, yes, he wants to play with his childhood mm -hmm. team, the Raiders. But, like, let's not make this all about Carr and the Raiders. And it's just, no matter what, he's had to play with Derek Carr. Something went sour with the Packers here too. You don't trade the greatest wide receiver in the NFL unless everything has been exhausted and there's just no way we can make it work. My last point is this. Look at the compensation they got. Yeah, they get a first round pick, the 22nd pick. That's nothing. Jamal Adams got two first round picks and a third round pick and Jamal Adams isn't in the same stratosphere as Devontae Adams. This is one of those deals where it was like everything was over with Devontae Adams and the Packers. And then from the Packers' standpoint, I think they were like, you know what? We're not doing this again for a whole summer. We'll trade you 60 cents on the dollar. If you want to go to the Raiders, go. Let us now try to figure out our team. And to Tom's point, I, I think they're going to be big game hunters in the wide receiver position. Mm. I don't know what that means. And it won't be Devontae Adams' level, but they're going to be calling up teams and trying to get some because Rodgers isn't going in there to play with a bunch of neophytes this mm -hmm. year. That isn't happening. I they're going to get Rodgers some guys. Didn't Rodgers say, like, let me go get guys? Guys yeah. want to come play with me. Now he has a chance to exercise that, right? It's hard to believe he sat down and signed that contract without being presented what life looks like with Devontae Adams mm. and without Devontae Adams because if I'm sitting here in New York and I know that things aren't great in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers knows what's going on. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you, Shregs, on, on the whole fishiness of it. And, and we'll get back to that later on in the show about Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers and what this all means to it. Because t for him to, to pass up more money to stay with Aaron Rodgers, who actually looks more like Jesus than Derek Carr mm -hmm. probably does, mm -hmm. I, I think that there's definitely something to that. Let's go back to Raider Nation right now. Because okay. a couple days ago we were talking about, like, what team are you scratching your head about? And I mentioned the Raiders because uh -huh. they hadn't really done a whole lot. Well, this was all in the works, apparently. And I think if, if Raider Nation did not sleep last night. A after hearing this news on St. Patrick's Day, I think they just partied right into the night. They're probably still asleep right I now. I would think. So, or maybe they never went to bed. I don't know. But you have to look at that division, the AFC West right now, and just say, like, we're there. We're defensively, we're getting some players in here. But offensively, it's Derek Carr. You look at the stats and, and the season that he had last year, I don't think he gets enough credit for four for 4,800 mm. yards. And he did it with, uh, you know, some banged up receiving core, a couple of receivers that weren't even there. I want you to just look at the leading passers in the AFC last year, right? This is just this is the AFC. This is not just the AFC West, right? Mm -hmm. The top three quarterbacks mm -hmm. last year are all in this division: Herbert, Mahomes, Carr. Now we're adding Russell Wilson to this. So this division right now is is it's it's off its rocker right now. It's going to be an unbelievable in-division rivalry game week after week to watch. Mm -hmm. And I think Derek Carr might end up being the best of the ball out of this whole group right now because of Devontae Adams. I think he's that good that I think this completely changes the trajectory and the narrative around Derek Carr. Mm. He's got his assassin down in the red zone. He's got the, his go-to guy 
in, in, in the end zone, the fade routes, the third downs. This is his guy, and I, I can't wait to watch that relationship continue to grow. Both David and Derek Carr were running laps around their houses Definitely. when th this was announced, and I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to watch all the fun. Mm -hmm. The dissolution of what's going on between Devontae Adams and the Packers, who I don't think look very great in this. You had this whole thing happen last year. You had a wide receiver who does everything the right way, never talks out of turns, you know, works really hard, is one of the best. He wants a deal done, and that gets lost in this mess of what happened last year. They couldn't come to terms. He wasn't happy about it there. Negotiations go away. They come back. And now it happens this year where it's, again, I want to get paid. That These are the things that I want. I'm not going to play on the franchise tag. Don't think that I will. Don't tag me. And he gets tagged. And at that point, I think it's sort of over. I'm The Devontae part, I guess my reaction was not surprised. Makes total sense to me. He wasn't happy with the way it all went going back to last year and how, who knows how long before that. He deserves what money he wants for whatever team's going to pay him and make him feel that way with his last bite of the apple at age of 29 with a huge deal. The Aaron angle, though, is very interesting to me because we've talked endlessly at this table about what is important to Aaron Rodgers. If he comes back to green, you know, we was, what should he do? Should he come back? And I said, no, he shouldn't come back until he knows what is up exactly with Devontae Adams because that, if you want a ring, then that puts you in the best position to get one is you two together. If not, if there's anything that's wishy-washy or you don't know what's going on with your star-wide receiver, you go to Denver. Denver's the place, I think, without Adams, that is a better, I think Denver has a better chance, even in that crazy AFC, than the Packers do right now without Adams. Now, is there a plan? Is he presented with something? We're not done. We'll go get Juju. We'll go get whoever. We got you, Randall Cobb. Go make a call. Go make it happen. We'll dish the backup quarterback we drafted. We didn't help you before. We'll trade him and get more capital and hit it big in free agency and the, whatever that takes. I know it speaks to Aaron's confidence. I won a ring without Devontae Adams. I've turned many a wide receiver into a great wide receiver. I can my, my success isn't attached to this person. I just from Aaron's angle, I find it really interesting because what do you want? Did you want to come back and be the highest paid? Did you want to end your career in Green Bay? Was that always important to you? Then what was all of this for if you knew and you knew that there was a chance Devontae wouldn't be there? And the, the cynic would say, Brady makes a phone call and guys take less money to come there. What, what, where was the And yet part of me, like the devil's advocate, is kind of like, Devontae, you wanted that money? Yes. You didn't want to be here? Love you. Go bro. get yours. And you know what? I'm Aaron Rodgers and I'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. And wouldn't that be a statement this year? Mm -hmm. So I waver on the, the Rodgers take on it because everyone says that he knew this was all going on, but I can't imagine he didn't make a last second plea to Adams and say, come on, dude, we're so close. And the money was right and all this was right and Adams still said no. Well, then at some point it's just like, say la vie. I guess we'll have to figure Vegas, this out. Baby. Gotcha. Vegas, baby. Vegas. Vegas it is. The, the lights. You, you didn't think he'd come back if he wasn't there. And here he is. I can't a, believe they dropped the ball. And they did. If you're a quarterback that's the best to ever, are you? do you care what that wide receiver's doing? To a certain point, yes. But like... Maybe he's just happy for him and he thinks he can do it. There has to be, in my opinion, I would imagine if you're a smart, savvy Aaron Rodgers, there's a plan that was presented to you of life, what life looks like without Devontae Adams. At GMFB, and we will, and we got to get to the other angles of this, of course, what it means for the AFC West. Oh, my goodness. Things are getting messy in Cleveland. What does the future hold for Baker Mayfield and the Browns? Hopefully we'll get a Deshaun Watson updates definitively today. Stay tuned. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. 
See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my day. day. <laughs> this is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. Devontae Adams is a Raider. We'll talk AFC West. We'll Deshaun Watson, Tom Pelissero, Ian Rappaport joining us again. Ian, let's start with you. Uh, crazy news day around the league as usual. Take us to Cleveland, though, where Baker Mayfield has requested a trade. The Browns are like, nah. Then there's Deshaun Watson. What's going on? All right, so let's start with the Deshaun Watson situation because at least, K, finally we are getting closer, closer, not there, to a decision. Last night, a significant development. The Carolina Panthers were informed that they are out. Earlier, it was the Cleveland Browns. They are also out. So that means it is simply the New Orleans Saints or the Atlanta Falcons for Deshaun Watson. He is still going back and forth, wanted to sleep on it last night. Presumably, potentially, we will have a decision today, but of course, is one of the more uh, consequential decisions of Deshaun Watson's career. And he has a no-trade clause, so in the end, he does get to have a lot of say in where he goes to play football. At that point, Tom, it'd be on general manager Nick Casario to complete this trade. But still, what we await today is the decision by Deshaun Watson. Where is he going to play football in 2022 and beyond? Ian, meanwhile, Baker Mayfield's agent contacted the Browns on Thursday and formally requested a trade. This in the aftermath of Cleveland's very public and failed pursuit of Deshaun Watson. Now, the team has told Mayfield through his agent that they will not accommodate that request. However, that's pretty common. Of course, the Texans said they would never trade Deshaun Watson. The Seahawks insisted they were not going to trade Russell Wilson. The team even reached out to Mayfield and said team officials, including owner Jimmy Haslam, would fly to Austin, Texas and try to figure out a path forward. In Mayfield's mind, that bridge has already burned and it is time for everyone 
to move forward. It appears increasingly likely that Mayfield and the Browns are headed for a divorce just 14 months after the former number one overall pick led the team to its first playoff win in decades, Ian. Tom, a little bit of news this morning as well for the recent Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sources say Logan Ryan, the former Giants defensive captain and do-everything safety, is expected to join his old friend Tom Brady and the Bucs. Now, the two-time Super Bowl champion was recently released by the Giants, and this happened real quick. He also has a ton of guaranteed money still from the Giants, more than $5 million for salary. Inconsequential here, most important thing uh, for Logan Ryan, he fills a big void for these Bucks, of course, they lost Jordan Whitehead, and they get a huge, huge leader in the secondary. Another big free agent move for Tampa. Thank you so much, Ian Tom Pulis. Here we got to talk about this Baker news, though. This tra- I just I'm I'm worried about him. Who's advising him? What his future is? So I forced the question yesterday. What is the market for Baker Mayfield? What could that look like? And now we have this mess. And you called it, Shrake. You can't put the tooth- toothpaste back into the tube. Why is he putting this out there? The Deshaun Watson move might not happen, and it is not. So we'll start with you, though, Kyle. What do you make of it? I can't even sit in my chair. Share it's so awkward. I'm cringing. Awkward. Yeah, it's it's awk. That's it. So let's <laughs> let's recap here. They go after Deshaun and a rebuff. So the man cheats on his wife. He takes the the, the woman to Tahiti and the over the water bungalows. And we're gonna have a beautiful family together. We're gonna restart our lives. And she's like, No, I have other men. I'm not interested <laughs> in you. You go back to your wife and say, I love you. Let's patch it up. Your wife says, No, 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 no. I can't trust you ever again. I want a divorce. You can't have one. What do you mean I can't have one? That's where we are, and that is awful. Is there any scenario by which the Browns say, we need you next year? We actually, we, we changed our mind. We're looking through our, our, our Rolodex here, and we didn't get to Sean, and we're not really in love with anybody else. We're not in love with us. Baker, you got to play one more year. Because, you know, we've been down this road. We saw the Dolphins do it with Tua, and then Tua came back and played some pretty good football. That's actually what I'm hoping for. Because if I look at Baker and I sat him down and would give him some tough love, I'd say, look, Deshaun Watson is better than you, dude. They went after him. They got a business to run. They didn't get him. You're under contract. Your whole deal has been about going against people who slight you or doubt you. Now your own team is doing it. Play a double middle finger season against your own team and ownership and then cash in. It's probably too awkward to do that. You know what, though, guys? What is it? March 18th? Yes. There's so long until kickoff. The idea that it's done. Nonsense. We've seen way too much ground made up in too many other places. And if the Browns don't fall in love with another quarterback, then you bring Baker back and you hope you get the 2020 version. And it's an all-time front row awkward fest. But we have about five months to figure that out. Do you think Daniel Jones is in the same caliber as Baker Mayfield? Or they're kind of... I think Baker's better. Baker's better. Do you think... Let's go through some other guys in that that tier. Jalen Hurts? Yeah, do you think Jalen Hurts is like... It's a good question. This is why I say this. Because the Browns... And they still did it. They were like, I, we're still going to... Other, like, the Giants didn't say, let's let's meet. We're not... Let's meet with Deshaun. They wouldn't do it because they, they're like, Daniel Jones is our guy this year. The Eagles didn't do it because they're like, for now, Jalen Hurts is our guy. But shouldn't they have? Maybe. Maybe they would have said yes, and then they have Deshaun Maybe, Watson. but the Browns are basically like, all right, Baker. Like, that tells me a lot that they, like, weren't so concerned. They knew Baker would be in his feelings. They knew Baker would be emotional. Yes tells me how they feel about Baker as the future of their quarterback, that they would even go down this road. Knowing the emotional guy he is, he wants a trade, demands a trade. You're not demanding anything. You're not, uh, to them, at this point, it's like, we'll trade you if we want to trade you. You should be so honored if we're going to consider. <laughs> I, I feel like this is way down the road with all these guys. And yeah, if they don't get someone to upgrade from Baker Mayfield at this point, it makes for a very awkward situation. But I also feel like they... Th- They'll go to bed knowing we had to explore Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Like we had to do it. And they'll live with that. And if it's a little awkward and it's it, Baker's still playing for a contract, whether it be for the Browns mm-hmm. or someone else. I look at Trubisky's final year in Chicago. 
He knew when they didn't pick up that fifth-year option that he probably wasn't the guy, but you finish out the string, you do your best, you take your team to the playoffs. I just, I just, I don't know. It's like there's a lot of ways this could have gone, and for Baker, you're still under contract. You get paid to play quarterback. For one more year. Go out and do your thing. Mm -hmm. And if you're traded, maybe you're the Indianapolis Colts quarterback next year. Maybe the Seattle Seahawks quarterback next year. Great. But don't demand trades and write Instagram things. I, I just, to, I just look at it that way and say there's a lot of other ways this could be handled. But like demanding a trade, take a second, take a deep breath, look it's at it from the Baker. big picture. I know it's not Baker, and maybe I, I, a lot of people are saying the Browns did him wrong. I think they knew what time it was, and it was they like wrong by what? This talking is, to by talking to Deshaun. Deshaun's Deshaun. Yeah, <laughs> and the Giants didn't because. They might think a little higher of Daniel Jones. Maybe it's because the Giants never win and they haven't won anything in years. Perhaps. This is not the first time that Baker has stamped the flag in, in, in the sand, so yes. to speak, and said, look, this is this is where I'm at. And, and I think for Baker, look, he's trying to be proactive and trying to grab control of this thing, even though, to your point, Shrek, there is no control there. No. Kyle, I'm with you that there's so much time right now here. And there's time before the draft. There's time before training camp starts. This is all about repairing the relationship. To Ow. me, there's one guy that can repair this relationship. And it's Ooh. Kevin Stefanski. And you, you kind of go back and look at what Kevin Stefanski has said about Baker at the end of the season. Um, during the season, during the season, Baker is hanging, you know, hanging by a thread. Yeah. He's in the training room. He's all ice bagged up. And he's talking about, man, dude, Baker is going to fight, scratch, kick, and crawl to get onto this field mm -hmm. and play. Like, that's the kind of competitor he is. Kevin stood up for him, and he stood by him. And, and when you hear all those things, those raving reviews about him, it's like, okay, Baker, your coach is saying this about you. Well, now's your chance to kick and crawl and fight. Like, all right, so what? So mm -hmm. you got your feelings hurt, and you know what? They looked at another quarterback. They're saying that, no, you're a quarterback now. Okay, go. Fight your way out of this situation. Rub the eye black on there. Get it going. Pump the hype music, and let's go. I think for Kevin Stefanski, the, the conversations are going to be interesting because it can really be, look, Baker, I was in your corner the entire time, but my hand was forced. Mm -hmm. There's a lot going on in our division. We've got a lot of explosive players coming that we're playing up against. From the top, there may have been pressure to go and try to get somebody splashier, somebody sexier. When they drafted Baker number one overall, Cleveland was rocking. The city, the hype train was there. There may have been a movement to make that happen. So for Stefanski, he can come to Baker and just look. I think that's going to be the, the, the bridge that builds this back if there is an opportunity to build that bridge. But the other thing too is if you want Baker to be your quarterback, sign him to an extension. That, that will make Baker that's happy real quick. All of a sudden, if, uh, here's my commitment to you. All right, honey. You, we're, you divorce is not on the table. Right. What do you want? What do you want? What do you, you, you want a beach house? You want a what car? You want? you want a new car? You got a new, we're going to upgrade that ring? Sopranos. What do we got? You want a new coat? These yeah, antics, I, this yeah. emotional reaction, this like not understanding that it's a business, this like he's here where he is because of how he is and he's uh, is like uh, amazing behavior and whatever how right. how he is who he is can you defend that at this point I think yeah if he if he wins you know I mean I think there are some people out there that think he's got some punk like attitudes and some and some well at what point does Stefanski I don't see any other players coming out and defending him so at what point does he hurt himself in the locker room and on that team if he keeps defending and protecting Baker like he does I don't think you protect him in the locker room you, look like look you're you're you're, you're, you're as expendable as anybody else exactly we just that. proved that like look how you respond to that is huge mm -hmm. it's going to speak volumes you, you've got to earn your keep just like everybody else you're not untouchable and so I think that how mm -hmm. Kevin handles that is a big part of this because yeah to your point the locker room it's like all right mm -hmm. are you going to baby him now or no? no I just worry about Baker because to your Peter you could not have said it better like this is a business you have one year left you're getting paid 18 million dollars I don't know who is advising you who is around you saying you're going to get more somewhere else it's going to be better somewhere else proof just 
ride that out. You making it public and so ugly is not doing you any favors in anything. And if I'm the Browns, like at a certain point, there's a level of talent and winning and all of that that doesn't match the headache. And you have to sort of gauge that and figure it out. And at some point you might say, Jimmy G is a winner, a better fit. People like him. People always talk about him. He's a leader in the locker room. And we figure it out and make that move. Where does that leave Baker? I don't know what the market is. Are the Colts going to sign up for Baker? I, I honestly don't know. And that's why I was asking what the tone is around him. Just, I don't know. I, I, I'll say one last Play your thing. butt off. And then and then go get broke off in free agency like every other quarterback in the situation does. Yeah, like you think you should. I, and Matt Ryan is in the same exact boat as Baker oh. Mayfield. I haven't heard a peep. Mm-hmm. Baker wants a trade. The Browns say not so much. We've got Trubisky conversations. We've got to talk Carson Wentz and that outfit. will sell us on the West Coast with the news. What's up? Quarterback Mitchell Trubisky on his third team in three years after signing a two-year deal with the Steelers. He'll take over for the retired Ben Roethlisberger and told reporters on Thursday he thinks Pittsburgh is a great fit for him. My goal throughout free agency was find a way to get back onto the field and go into a situation where I could earn a starting job and use my talents on the field. So when the opportunity arose to play for Coach Tomlin and wear the Pittsburgh Steelers uniform, I was so excited and I'm in a situation where I have to prove myself back on the field and that's what I'm looking forward to do you're always betting on yourself in in that sense and uh, I definitely am in this case so I'm just lucky to land in a situation in Pittsburgh I'm looking forward to playing for the city and and this coaching staff and being a part of this great culture yeah you got to bet on yourself and and just trust what you're capable of Trubisky's saying that he did a lot of research to see how he would fit into the Steelers offense and said he got rave reviews from coaches and players alike so we'll see what he makes of this opportunity. But Kay, I know you are not here for Trubisky slander. You have said death, taxes, and you defending Mitchell Trubisky. Correct. That's what it's been all about, especially over the last couple of weeks. I think he's a good player. I think he's underrated. I think he's a victim of the draft shaft, as I like to call it. Thanks so much, Will Salva. Appreciate you. When it comes to expectations, do I think they're a Super Bowl contender? No. I'm going to use a phrase that I like to use, in the mix. Pittsburgh will be in the mix. I'm talking playoff appearance, contending for that. But Super Bowl contender, I don't know that I can say that, though. This table thought that Mr. Trubisky was an upgrade on the Big Ben that we saw Mm -hmm. last year. Guys, expectations for the Steelers with this move in 2022. I think the expectations are, you know, they're going to run it a lot with Najee Mm -hmm. and not ask Mitch to do too much and run around and make a few plays. And maybe that will be it. The hope and that what the Steelers fans are looking at and the Steelers uh, organization is like the sins of Trubisky fall on the Bears and that he was a top 10 pick and he does have that much talent and he is that hard of a worker and he should have been drafted number two overall and they actually can channel that and that it was a naggy issue and it was the Bears and there's a lot of people who still feel that way and the smoking gun in that equation is how bad the Bears looked on offense last year with this incredible young athlete Justin Fields they could do nothing and everyone's like see see it wasn't Mitch what's really going to come and set this table for this thing is is the Steelers at the draft if they don't take a quarterback, oh my God, they're really going with Mitch, like for real. And they're gonna they're gonna flirt with that thing that they haven't had a losing record since Tommy Maddox was their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Huge potential, still great athleticism. I'm fascinated by one thing with Mitch in the AFC North. I want to see how tough he is because you get the snot kicked out of you in that division. If you see what Burrow had to go through last year, what Ben had to go through for all those years, like when he gets absolutely planted in the first game of his first drive as a Steelers quarterback, how quickly does he get up? Because I think that is going to tell the tale for his future there. That and the draft, Peter. I think. 
think Mike Tomlin is a coach that everyone wants to play for. I think the Steelers are an incredible organization with great history and a great track record of how they treat their players. And they jumped out of the gates in a quarterback frenzy and signed Mitch Trubisky. Mitch. They didn't wait. They didn't talk to Deshaun Watson. They didn't go big on Russell Wilson. They didn't explore Aaron Rodgers. The Steelers were like, no, day one of free agency, we're signing Mitchell Trubisky. And I think a lot of people were like, what? Mm-hmm. No Jimmy Garoppolo, no Jameis Winston, uh, no Cam Newton, none of it. Like, it says a lot. Um, I also think he was really good in his press conference yesterday. We saw a clip of it, but he's talking about last year, and he's like, I didn't realize how much I needed that. And they're like, well, what do you mean by that? He's like, yeah. I needed to watch and observe, and I needed to see. And Josh Allen, ironically enough, you know, is, is the same age as him. And yet Josh Allen, the way he carries himself and the way he led his team, I think that's important. I also will add in, like, the personal stuff. Trubisky coming to Chicago – Kid from Ohio has one big breakout year at UNC and is thrown into the Chicago media market. Now you remove that a little bit, in the year in Buffalo in the background. He's married. His wife is pregnant. Mm. He's in a different place in his life. He's really like, grown up. He's a grown up version yeah. of him. And I think like this is a really cool job on a really cool team. I would like to think that Mitchell Trubisky is now more prepared to have success in this league than he was those Bears years and certainly mm. last year in Buffalo where he says himself it was actually really good for him. I think we get a different version of Mitch Trubisky. And I think it's going to be great for him. I think it's going to be great for Pittsburgh. When I look at the Steelers, look, they're not bringing Mitch in there to throw the ball 650 times this season. Like They're bringing him in there to to help with the run game, make some big-time throws, absolutely, but not carry this offense. The last time I, I – I, all right, so Ben Roethlisberger won a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Did he do it throwing the no. ball 800 times? When he won his first one as a young quarterback, no. he was handing the ball off to the bus. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a big run game, and I think that's where my expectations of Mitch and of this Pittsburgh Steelers offense, it, it makes them better because it's going to make this offense tougher. It's going to get them back to that ground and pound. You started off with Kyle. It's Look, we brought Najee Harris here to tote the rock mm-hmm. and to run the football. That's what we're going to get back to. We can't try to keep up with Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson and, and all these other guns in the AFC. Mm-hmm. We've got to find a way to slow the game down a little bit, get back to, to winning with great defense and run the football. Oh, an opportunity to take the money that they saved with adding Mitch to sort of add to the rest of their roster. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my game, game. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Welcome to Good Morning Football. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Last dance. It's over. Rogers and Adams going separate ways. We're in New York City to break it all down on this March 18th. What a free agency week. And there's still so many other options on the board and trades that will be happening. Forced trades, demanded trades. Just get started. It's all happening. Why is it so dramatic this year? It's so dramatic. It's, it's great. so great. It is. Peter Schrager, it's great. Denied trades. That's yeah. Kyle Brandt. This Hi. is Sean O'Hara. I'm Kay Adams. Welcome, everyone. We've got so much to get to, so let's kick it off with Lee Block. Lee, Lee Block. Block. What's the Devontae Adams trade mean? for Aaron Rodgers and this Packers side of things as it looks this morning. Okay, so now we're getting more of the information, and, and, and here's how I look at it. If you're the Packers, you had two choices here. You could play chicken with Devontae Adams and his agent and wait this thing out for the next yep. four months, and in the process, you've got a $20 million cap hit sitting there that you can't spend on other players, mm-hmm. and it's four months of, please come back, please come back, please come back, we love you, we love you, we love you, and it's exhausting, and it's exhausting. Or it's rip the Band-Aid off, trade them now, and maybe the compensation doesn't wow you, but you do get a first-round pick, do get a second second round pick and then you can use that money that you were earmarked for Adams and say okay let's go do something Mm -hmm. and in the process you could also trade for someone so like if I'm the Packers right now and I heard that they were kind of sniffing around the market earlier this week and I thought that was odd because I'm like well yeah Adams and I obviously dumb me I I didn't realize Adams was on the move I was like how are you going to fit another receiver in but then you start thinking about like who and what so we saw that list of those free agents you also have the 22nd and the 28th pick in the draft now Rodgers might not be doing flips over a rookie wide receiver but let's say you get a receiver with one of those all right fine So you get one of those young guys with a 22nd, 28th pick, and that could be Drake London, that could be Garrett Wilson, that could be whoever it is. Fine, so you have a rookie. But would you not consider looking elsewhere than just the friends like Robert Woods coming off the injury? I look, he's a Cal guy. Look at some of these older receivers. Like, do not make a call to the L.A. Chargers and say, what's Keenan Allen's value? Mm. Like, can we get Keenan Allen? Okay. Do you start not looking at, like, guys like that who might not be in the top five wide receiver group? But if you're doing a list from, like, 5 to 15, which veterans are out there? Because you don't want just neophyte guys. You don't want just young guys yeah. to go. Amari Rogers is not going to turn into Devontae Adams this year. I assure you that. Do we complete the Cal thing and do Deshaun Jackson too, Peter? He's always out Bring there. Deshaun Jackson in. That's okay. a speed guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Will yeah. Fuller's always available. We showed him. Will Fuller's always. Uh, oh, is there. Hall of Famer for that. But Jarvis Landry's a legitimate guy. Yeah. Like, that's a guy who's been around the league and can ca- and can run routes. Seattle's rebuilding. What do you like? Metcalf? Do you call for Metcalf or Lockett? Do you at least put, I mean, John Schneider spent most of his career in Green Bay. Do you call your old okay. bosses? Number and say, five is interesting, too. And say, hey, Julio Jones is interesting. Like, I don't know where there's he's a way. Oh, you just you just won yourself essentially twenty-eight million dollars of free money mm-hmm. now. And yeah. it doesn't go against the salary. And like here's the other thing. You're not hovered in this cloud of like, oh my God, we're the first segment on Good Morning Football again, and it's not Rogers this time, now it's Adams. Like, in a way, you rip the band-aid off, you say, let's move on and let's see what we can get, as opposed to being with this guy who is all world. And I can't say they're gonna be better without Devontae Adams. I don't think they will be. I think it's a huge loss, but they might be better in the near term trying to 
figure out their roster mm -hmm. than having him saying, hey, I don't want to be a Packer and mm -hmm. sitting there on the roster on the books. Mm -hmm. Shreg's just never going away. We're, we start and end the show with Adams. Just, yeah. just This Adams right over here. So Devontae is going to be forever linked to the show. I think when you look at the, the, the fact that he got this unbelievable contract, the highest paid non-quarterback player in the NFL right now, look, it's not just because he was catching passes for you know for, for big yards and, and on third down. He got this money because of the touchdowns. 69 touchdowns Devontae Adams has accounted for since 2016. That's more than any other player in the league. And 50 of those touchdowns, KB, mm -hmm. guess where they happened? In the red zone. In the red zone. I nailed it. So, look, we're going to talk a lot about the off-the-field stuff. And, you know, you're wearing the red shirt, so I, I look to you for the, for the nice. red zone. Off-the-field stuff we're going to talk about, but it's the on-the-field stuff that I'm most concerned about with Aaron Rodgers. Sure, I think Julio Jones will be a great addition. You know where he disappears? In the red zone. All right, look, the red zone with Devontae Adams. 50 touchdowns. That's 20 more than the next person on that list right there, if my math was correct. It's a lot of touchdowns to make up for. It's the same. That, that relationship, it's not just about Devontae Adams running a great route and being open. No, it's it's timing, it's windows, it's it's understanding where you're going to be. I'm expecting you to be here, yeah. or I'm in trouble. I know exactly where you're going to go. I give you the little eyeball, head fake, mm -hmm. you go this way, go that way. Good call, good call. Like that, that doesn't just happen overnight. You can't put that in the microwave and then all of a sudden it's ready in week one. Yeah. It's, it takes time. And Aaron Rodgers has done this before, right? We see him when he came into the league and, as the starter. Sure. Uh, when he took over for Favre, he had Driver. And he, you know, it went from Driver to Jennings. Then he went to, to James Jones and then to Jordy. So he's he's really done a good job with of making these wide receivers even better. But I just, I don't know if he can do that. And we'll see before you How go, do you replace Devontae? I like that you mentioned that 2010, I went back and looked. And who was it? It was Greg Jennings. It was Jordy Nelson, Donald Driver, and James Jones. That's pretty damn good. Like, that, mm. those are pretty good receivers. Now, without Adams, Adams was his one guy, right? And I'm not, not to disrespect the other receivers on that roster, but Kyle, it's Randall Cobb and it's Alan Lazard. Those mm. are your guys. Very different from 2010 mm. when the depth around the Jordy was a lot stronger. Mm. I bet Greg Jennings is having a big day today. Is he out there? Oh, yet? yeah. Yeah, on the herd yet? <laughs> Woo! Um, let's go right to that. Let's go to the Packers. Offensive cupboard. Let's open it up and see what kind of groceries we got. This is it, guys. So you got the great running backs. That looks really good. Yeah. And then there it is. It's Lazard and Cobb. Okay. We brought. Who knows if Randall Cobb's gonna be on the team this year? Josiah DeGuara. Remember, uh, Robert Tanya is a free, a free agent. agent. Uh, Mercedes Lewis. Lewis technically is still on there. But that is it. That is your. You came back, Aaron. We paid you all the money. And let's go beat the Rams and the Bucks in the playoffs as it stands now. But then it gets interesting. Give me the next one because they. Oh my gosh. This is gonna be a big. Big, big trip to Las Vegas for the Green Bay Packers. This is a lot. Just look at those picks. It's a lot. Four picks in the first 59 selections. So maybe they don't pick anybody. Maybe they package those picks yeah. and go get a wide receiver. Or maybe they just take a shot on rookies and say, Aaron, make it work. Knowing the Packers, I'll take an offensive guard. You know what, Peter? Two linebackers, <laughs> a guard. We really, who's that? Who's that There's a quarterback, that Peter. That guy. That quarterback Matt Ariza. Welcome to Green Bay. San Diego State punter. 20, no receivers. 22nd. Uh, but here's, I think there's a thing this morning and last night where everyone wants to jump on Rodgers and say, ha ha, you're screwed now. It's over. Because a lot of people, you know, kind of root against Rodgers for a bunch of reasons. But MVP, well before Devontae Adams, yep. could be an MVP after Devontae Adams. I think Packers are going to be fine. Are you right? Now, let's say they had nobody. Let's say they go to war with that cupboard we just showed. Are you not picking them to win the NFC North? Because they have Aaron Rodgers. They have the best player in the league. Maybe it's tighter. Maybe it's not. 
But what is the, who, who else could they lose for you to say they're absolutely screwed? Aaron Jones decides he wants to retire today. I still think they're fine. I really do. But there's, who cares if they're fine? What do you mean? It's an uphill, that fine is not what I want from Aaron Rodgers. By fine, I mean good to go. Win okay, the North, walk into the playoffs, okay. win 12 games. Again, let's say they sign a couple rookies or they sign one of those receivers. Just coast for three or four months, build chemistry, and maybe you can do it. I just think like, it wasn't working with Devontae. It just wasn't there. They wouldn't win a playoff game. So maybe they're not going to be set to walk into the Super Bowl now, but the idea that they're going to fall apart and they're screwed and they're going to now win seven games, it's nonsense. They're not going to. And everybody who wants them to, you're going to be disappointed because they're too good. Here at the breakfast table, we've got a couple of minutes left. Anybody think we'll have a place that we will finally get to call home for Deshaun Watson come Monday? I would imagine by Monday we do. And I would also point out that the Falcons and Matt Ryan like talked this over and they agreed to push back his $7.5 million roster bonus, which was supposed to be due today, until Tuesday. So whichever team he goes to, if they make this move for Watson, will then absorb that. So, like, I get the feeling that the Falcons are, are putting all their chips in this bag, and I almost respect the fact that Matt Ryan is like, all right, I understand, or maybe I don't understand, but he's not publicly airing it out. I'm almost more excited to see where Matt Ryan ends up going, because I think he's got good football left, too. And you're, if you're in Indianapolis, if you're a Cleveland, if you're a Seattle, Matt Ryan becomes really appetizing as well, and I think we might have a new home for Matt Ryan. Is Tuesday. he appetizing? Like, is there a I market so. for Matt Ryan? I Matt Ryan, so. Jimmy, who's the bell of the ball when the Deshaun Watson thing drops? I mean, Matt Ryan's do a lot more money, but could probably get the numbers worked out. I would think Matt Ryan is viewed as a better viable option. Wow. Than you missed it, below. Peter. Matt Ryan just posted on Instagram how much he loves the fans in Atlanta. Is that true? No, it's not. <laughs> uh, no he hasn't said squat, and he won't <laughs> he say won't. squat. But Matt Ryan will be sitting there and be like, hi, anybody want me? Maybe in an hour from now, because it may be gone. Or Deshaun says, I'm going to New Orleans. And then Matt Ryan is set, and New Orleans has their quarterback. If those really are, and I guess Carolina. Carolina is just out. They're like, out. We, yeah, that was exciting for me. I thought they they and if you're Matt favorite, Ryan, you just sit there. Deshaun yes. doesn't want to go there. Why? Go and win a Super Bowl with, at his age. Go to another team, win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Watch Matt Stafford get traded. Go to it's another true. team, win a Super Bowl. It's, the Matt, Matt Stafford thing is like, perfect. Look, everybody's doing it. I'm jumping best on board. Friends. It's like the NBA. Let's go. Yeah. Ryan and Stafford are best friends. Their wives are all mm -hmm. very tight, and they all hang out there in Atlanta during the offseason. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. If you're Deshaun, do you like the Falcons or the Saints better? Saints, a lot of question marks, but bona fide stars outside of Kyle Pitts in Atlanta, who's your running back? There's too many questions. I like Sean Payton with the Saints. That's what I, I um, probably New Orleans. I, I, I still like the package of their defense beating Brady, the division. I like Camara. I, I don't know. Fleur de Lee. Maybe we'll see. But Atlanta, he's got ties in Atlanta. All right. Family Atlanta. I can't believe we got through the week and didn't find out. <laughs> I know. Freedom. Oh, there you are. Freedom. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain unlimited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Active's users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. 
Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.